This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Oh, oh yeah. my God. You're waking up with Sarah and Vinny. Oh, look at that. Alice at 97.3. It's Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Benny, Alice's Morning Show. It's Friday. It's not the last Friday of the year, but for a lot of us, it's the last Friday we're going to be at work. So enjoy. It's like an extra big party. It's, a, it's like a mini pre-Christmas party. Just being the Friday before. So excited. I just, man... It is beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. What? <laughs> Just now. <laughs> My kid walked in last night. I was like, the, we're all here. Here's the four of us. This is a It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Felt good. Mm. This part, yeah. Whistling once again. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, I think I'm going to do the, uh, they, they were calling these the best Christmas albums of all time. I'm like, all right, mm. let's listen to some of that. What? Yeah. When you, know, you ask for, oh, go ahead. Well, I was, I w- uh, we had a lot to do yesterday, and at one point I needed a ride to go pick up my car that was getting serviced. And we're in the car, and I'm listening to Burr Lives do whatever, whichever one of the... And then and there's a little picture of him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's the guy. And I thought, that guy made a living singing, huh? Christmas. It's- I guess it was the times. Like, he wouldn't make it today. I'll tell you that right well, now. Well, MTV shut down a lot of people's uh, potential careers. And I don't even think he was butt ugly, but he just was some old guy. Yeah. He uh, he just has one of those classic voices. Like, he does the whole... Isn't he even the narrator for the he Rudolph is. special? Yep. Yeah, he's... These he are the became, songs I know from him. He's now Christmas. I mean, Buble is really the Mr. Christmas to, you know, Mariah Carey's Mrs., but oh my god this guy Vinny, christmas stop it. you know what's funny uh, about i don't think i've ever seen a picture of burr lives he actually looks like the snowman guy who waddles around on his snowman oh butt. yeah uh, they they modeled that snowman after burr lives yeah. that, that is that oh there he is with the snowman that's crazy <laughs> This is, Quinn, how do you do it? I, I don't even... I'm telling you, I'm, I'm driving down the road going, this guy, huh? I mean, he is Mr. Christmas, and I'm looking at him going, wow, that was a time, a black and white time to be exact. Yeah. You know, um, I want... I, I, they're not in my top ten here, this particular one, This is that's which is ridiculous, 
That should be in there. Let's add this to our best Christmas albums. You know, if we're going to give people ideas of what to listen to. Christmas. Get Buble off of my ears. Get him, up, get him out of a no. This I guy, no. Modern day. Terrible. I love him. Poor men's burr lives. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> Michael Buble. <laughs> F all the way off. He's so just smarmy. Oh, he's a on. nice guy, and he's had his share of problems in his life. I, don't, I feel for him, but yuck. You know, my kid was... Getting ready to fight me about him, too. I'm like, you know what? You win. I, I don't want to fight with you about it. Bur- what was like, the argument about? He was like, I, I love Michael Buble. I'm like, you do? I'm like, first of all, really? Secondly, you know who that is? Which kid? The older one. Oh. He's, I go out because I was just kind of giving Michael Buble as I do. I was like, oh, that guy. I, you don't, this doesn't mean you like, play someone good. Well, I'm ragging on Buble. <laughs> on top of you. <laughs> I like on. Buble. Ugh. I think it, it fits just fine. He w- he was like seriously offended that I was. He's like, are you kidding? Like, he is Christmas. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. I, don't make me kill you. No. <laughs> what? I brought you into this world, and I can take you out of it, you too. You know, try going grocery shopping and not hearing Buble. And if you, mm-hmm. uh, like, at this time of year, and honestly... If I go through the grocery store right now and don't hear Buble, I might hang around for a minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> you go ahead. Uh, uh, you can cut my line. I'm going yeah. to be here a second. Here's a story. Look, you can love on him all you want. Here's a story I like. All right. Charlie Sheen's neighbor tried to strangle him. Oh. Yeah. See, now this is my speed. I, I want to hear that, where though. people get. Yeah, what Charlie had going on was completely out of control. I am. I really feel like there's more to this story, though. Like in the past few years, he does seem to have settled. You know. I oh, this is blood, recent. Man. Oh, this just happened. Oh, oh. Okay. He had to call nine one one over this. Oh. So this is a thing, and I thought, oh, what I, I like. I love good neighbor dispute stories. There's always some like this guy cut down his tree or. Cut a big limb off my tree or, or dug a trench. You know, whatever it is. Like, people are super mad about their property lines and their neighbors who are too loud and rock and roll. And they, Oh, my God. God forbid you have a pool and people are making the sounds of enjoyment. I hate that. I hate hearing you having a good time over in your yard. I think I'll come and throttle you. It's none of these things, though. This is just this seems like one of those neighbors that has just lost it. Law enforcement says that uh, the the police department had to go to Charlie's home. He lives in the L.A. area. I, I want to say he lives in one of those private gated communities, but I don't think I'm not sure it's the same one as the Kardashians, but it actually might be like they all there's all those hidden hills. And yeah, and, Charlie uh, interests me because he's someone who made a fortune doing two and a half men. Yeah. He also spent a fortune mm-hmm. and then somehow while still in the midst of this drug problem he's dealing with, he quickly rebounds with anger management. Yes. He- and they had this plan. I remember hearing about it that it, the plan was they were going to crank out these shows so that it could get into syndication and he had the writers he wanted. And it seemed like he was rebuilding his fortune there and then it comes out that he's got hiv like all this stuff 
yeah. has led me to believe that he's basically broke. And I don't know if that's the case, but it does seem like I'm surprised and I'm actually happy that he's been able to stay afloat and figure it out because, man, oof. They are saying as of May 2023, take a guess. How much is he worth? What is his net worth? And this would include the house that he's living in now. I'm going to say he's worth $50 million. Like way less. Oh, see, that's what I thought. $10 like he million. Had, dollars. He had a hundred plus million dollar fortune and he blew through it. Okay, so what did you say? $10 million. Including the house value. They are saying, let me see, but breaking down Charlie Sheen's $10 million net worth since leaving two and a half men. Never navigated his way back. How could he? You know, scorched earth. I know. Well, I mean, he was trying with anger management and management, as you as you mentioned. Um, You know, I'm just wondering if he is able to float every because he also is still paying some child support. He made like 800 grand per episode the first year of Two and a Half Men. It only went up from there. Like this is a guy who I maybe his size. You see what his highest net worth ever was. But basically, he does own he owns this house, so that's probably part of it. And out of the rest of his cash, even if he owns it, even if he's not making payments on the thing, he definitely has to pay taxes on it, and that has to be a ton of money per year. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, well, I, I imagine that he is in a position now if he's at because he's come out in the news. He's finally back in the news, and he's saying I'm six years clean. And if that's the truth, then. Someone will hire him. He's good mm-hmm. at what he does. And the Charlie mm-hmm. character, I mean, it's basically him. People like it. That's yep. why Two and a Half Men was a hit. Yes. They say he was worth uh, $150 million yeah. in oh That's the number. That's, it was ridiculous it, how much money he blew through. Just yep. heartbreaking. Mm. So he's got a neighbor who hates him. <laughs> 47-year-old woman. And it sounds like choked him out. Yeah. What? (laughs) Just run, Charlie. What is the deal? (laughs) Well, the the deal is that he opened the door for her, and I he she knocked at the door, rang the bell, whatever, and he opened the door. She forced her way in and grabbed him by the neck, and he was able to. He doesn't want to hit her. Uh, She ripped his shirt and attempted to strangle him. And then she fled. She went back to her own house. But he knew who she was. So. Right. Uh, paramedics actually came to the scene. Charlie was not sent, transported to the hospital. He supposedly does not know what prompted this. And that might be true. This could be a crazy person with some grudge that we don't. And he doesn't know about. But I think a lot of times things build with neighbors. So maybe there was no specific incident, but maybe there's just some, there was something brewing. I have no idea. Maybe he was he, he didn't turn down the record player one time too many. So he says he doesn't understand what prompted it, but it's not his first issue with her. The same woman squirted some kind of sticky liquid on his car recently. Ugh. He says that he spoke to the woman. He said... Yeah, I think that was you that put that. I I have cameras everywhere. That's you came and squirted something sticky on my car. And they 
got to the end of that conversation and had decided to let bygones be bygones, according to him. Now, we're hearing his side. I want to talk to this lady. Uh, She also apparently dumped trash in front of Charlie's door on Tuesday. Wednesday, she comes over and tries to choke him out. I don't know how far before this the sticky substance incident was. Do you know, and you probably don't, but do you know if this is the house where he used to have the hooker parade? I don't. I because think I think he does still live in that little enclave. It's the same house. Okay. Well, then I, don't that, know. I mean, the, what he had going on was beyond anything any neighbor would want ever. Right. But it's but been years. It's since been then. years. Yeah. It's surprising <clears throat> that now it's coming to a problem for her. I don't know. I know that I've definitely, especially in my youth, I'm much more careful now, and I've got you know pretty strict hours now as well. But in my youth, I was loud. I'm loud now. But I mean, I, you know. You try to be cognizant. I'm aware. That I'm voices much more carry. aware. And I definitely feel that. I've heard it enough where I'm like, look, I'm not trying to. I am naturally loud. It is Do not Do you have, purposeful. let me ask you this. You remember you always tell the story about the rotten house that you lived on, just on the cliff, just gorgeous, like perfect, the rundown house. And there's Delmar, this doctor. Yes. There's this Everybody else on the street, the house is just a mansion. The old house has been knocked down and a mega mansion has been built. And there's this doctor that lives next to you guys. Do you now, in your mature adulthood, feel bad for the torture that 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 doctor went through? Yeah, I even felt bad then. I I mean, honestly, at the time, I would have excused it as, look, it's the weekend and I'm trying to you know, chat up some ladies in my driveway. I realize it's, you know, whatever it was, midnight, but it was, we were having fun. There was no purpose. We weren't trying to be rude, but let me correct you, Sarah. Not a doctor, a surgeon. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Sorry, Deepak. Sorry about it. A surgeon is who lived next to us and he, he actually had brain surgery to perform the next day. So I do now, yes, very much understand what that's like. And not that I can perform brain surgery, but I mean, I know that you want to be rested when you get up in order to do whatever right. it is. To perform your best possible at, at your job. And, what, and whether frankly, you if we're talk tired, nonsense or right. fix people's brains, you want to be at your best. Yes, I feel bad. Absolutely. I, I do feel like if we have an off day... Like I always say, no one dies in radio. I, I don't want the brain surgeon to have an off day. That's, right. He needs to get one of those soundproof vault rooms where he just goes into sleep with recycled air. Well, they got rid of me him. just just fine. So <laughs> the problem was kicked out and moved on, and he never dealt with that again. So well, and we started here with uh, Charlie Sheen's neighbor has attacked him. There's been sounds like there's a few of events leading up to this. Uh, the woman was eventually arrested at her home. I'm assuming next door. I don't know how far away you could be and then single out Charlie Sheen. Uh, she was booked for assault with a deadly weapon. I, like, does she know jujitsu or something? Like, her hands are registered. Um, but she forced her way into the home and attacked him, and they they booked her for assault with a deadly weapon and burglary. Apparently, they they threw the book at her. No, oh, there's that. Um, this morning. You know, sometimes you're just doing your best. You're trying to get through a stack of stories and look at every website and and get a a really good show together for the people. 
Yeah, and weird. You, you and I have the same morning every day, huh? Yeah. And oh, then, okay. but but tell me, does this happen? You 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 click on clickbait. Today for me, it was Taylor Swift's amazing island home. Oh, and I weird. Mm. I click on Jen Aniston's boobs, and you click. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift's house. All so right. Well, we I have click, different likes. I see it, and I'm like, an island. Isn't that what everyone? Did? If only people could be an island. If you could be on an island, no man is an island. So it takes me to this story, and the title is Wealthy Celebrities Who Purchase Their Own Island. And I start scrolling down through it. And by the way, depending on which browser you use, this is either one of those incredibly annoying, the whole page has to reload slideshows, or a scrollable thing. And so I landed on the scrollable one. When I sent the link to Bryn, he was like, I hate those slideshows. I'm not looking at it. Mm -hmm. So I'm scrolling through this thing. And it's it just goes on and on. Like I never, I don't even know if that was just clickbait and they put Taylor Swift's name in the title because I never found the island that she was on. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. It doesn't matter though because I had plenty of fun. I swear to God I lost 20 minutes in this thing this morning. That, you know, 20 minutes you don't really have. And I'm like, oh, what else? Who else? So it starts with Larry Ellison. He bought the whole whole island of lanai yeah in hawaii we've talked about that in 1970 he's actually he doesn't own the whole thing anymore he sold it back to the state of hawaii he actually didn't sell it he gave it back to the people of the island the indigenous people uh in 1977 he and a couple friends and co-workers they founded software development laboratories which is known now as oracle the second largest software company in the world He's worth $78 billion, and they say that he spent between 300 and $600 million. So, like, a, a, a tiny percentage to buy the whole island of Lanai. Yikes. He Then he gave it back, which is nice. It's fantastic. Well, I imagine that the giving back is something I don't know anything about the law and Real, right. real estate and all this stuff. But I imagine that's something he would have put in place in case of his death. As in, if I were to pass away, I, I think that's kind of cool. Like, he still probably got his mansion on there and gets to do anything he wants, right? Yes, exactly. Now, this is more of like, like, Lanai to me is it's too big for one person to own. Like, it's that's just, it's humongous. I mean, I get that Zuckerberg's trying, you know, little acre by acre. He's buying that island up. Uh, this one is amazing. Naomi Campbell was gifted the model, the model, the the. I don't know. Is she still a supermodel? I mean, Naomi Campbell is amazing. Look at look at this picture of her house. It's like the Eye of Sauron. They actually say it's the Eye of Horus. Uh, it's the Egyptian symbol. Oh of yeah, it is. You know, look, eye. you can see the eyebrow above yes. the top and the loop underneath. Yep. So that's the house, and she was gifted this home for her forty first birthday. From? gave it to her. Uh, it was for her boyfriend and Russian billionaire, Vladislav Doronin, or however you say Well, his when name. money is no object. The home is entirely water, energy, and food self-sufficient. That's killer. Incredible. It is, uh, apparently it's, it's off the coast, it's Turkish. It's off the coast of Turkey. And it looks pretty flipping amazing. I that wonder if she actually lives there or if that's just one of her many places. If I 
I don't know what the center of that eye is. It looks like a giant atrium, doesn't it? Or looks, yeah, the dome. It looks like glass. maybe there's trees and stuff in there. Like if I, I, I feel like I hope she lives in that. I feel like I hope that that's getting enough. used. Yes, enough. <laughs> yes, Vinny. Enough is. Let's leave it at enough. I hope that's enough. <laughs> I don't even know if she's still with this guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> he said his name was. Uh... Vladislav Dorinin. Yeah. Are they still together? No. Uh, it says here ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Yeah, she sued him and he sued her for millions of dollars. I see that report. Oh, did he want his house back? I'm not sure what he wanted. He wanted millions of dollars is what he wanted. God's sake. For some reason. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, of course, they have an island. They have billions together. And <laughs> How does he sue her? I don't care. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I gave you a home, yeah. and you took away the nook, hooker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing you to get my house back. Hello? You can't turn the nook off. That was the right. deal. This is you know, how this works. I can't do a Russian accent as good as you. I think you can. Try it. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> hooker. <laughs> well, that, was really good. that was really good. I liked it. I mean, I wonder what he thinks, right? Like, what is he suing her for? He wants that house back. Is what I guess. He definitely. That that house is awesome. Uh, we, by the way, we're putting this story up. So if you've got an hour to spend looking at people's private islands, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, they've got – theirs is small comparatively. So – and it only costs only. I say only because some of these ones are just ridiculous. This one is $4 million. It's a private estate. It's a It's in the Bahamas. It looks like it's just a few acres, and it's got a pool, and it's completely private. You can't get to it anyway except via boat. It's got a big dock sticking off of it, and it looks like someplace they probably go every so often. They don't care. Tyler yeah, Perry. I don't think that, that's, that, that ends up being the thing you shouldn't have bought. And the upkeep, all the stuff. Like, you get there, and you're yeah. like, everything's broken here? What? Who? What? So let's just pitch a tent and what, poop in the woods on the I'm, island? I, I don't I know what do to do. Yeah. I'll bet you. Well, look, they're billionaires. They There is definitely a care care caretaker's cottage on that island. And I'll bet that's the case with a lot of these ones. Okay. You know, people are like, I bought an island. I, they go there. They love it. And they're like, Jesus, it's boring here on this island. <laughs> now what am I going to do on this island? So anyway, it goes on Tyler Perry's island. There's pictures of all these islands. Oh, it's just, my. it's incredible. It's the, everything's beautiful. Tahitian islands. Diana Ross has. It goes on and on. So Diana Ross has an island. She does, and hers is like it looks like Gilligan's Island. Like it is really, it's not very big. It looks like it's built on a sandbar. There it is. It's it's got a boat thing and a bunch of tiki huts, but it it looks like a quarter of an acre. It just isn't huge. You can even see like the pairs of that's smaller than a city block. It, it, isn't it? Doesn't it look kind of small? Yeah, you could walk around tiny. the whole thing like about I walk, it's ten like minutes, a half mile around. If that, right? It's small. So hers is Tahitian. Apparently, uh, I to me that looks like one giant wave later, the whole thing's yeah. gone. Yeah, right. It must be protected behind a reef or something. Because yikes. Uh, do I have any time left? Oh, I really oh, don't. So much. You know, I I will say Fine. this. Uh, I I want if I. I as attractive as that is and as much as having an island must be amazing, um, what you can get in Kansas City 
is what? the did we just leave what, Island life for yeah. Kansas City? We did because Patrick Mahomes and his wife Brittany, they paid $400,000 for an eight-acre lot and proceeded to build their dream house. And it even has part of a football field on it. Now, I thought to myself, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I buy enough land that I can build a whole football field on it. They did not do that. It's like a, It's like maybe 40 yards of one. It's just okay. isn't long enough that he can practice throwing. But, yeah. And it also has a basketball court, and uh, they won't disclose how many square feet it is. And it also has a gigantic uh, aquarium in it. I, it's just amazing. So I did the, And I'm sure they spent millions building that thing. But that's the difference between living on an island and living in Kansas City. You can make them both work. Is that the mansion they built? Yeah, this is the there's their basketball court, there's the front of them. The mansion is it's um kind of modern looking. Okay. It's okay. But there's so there's their aquarium. Their own little coral reef inside their own house. Well, I like that. You know, there's a lot of in a situation where you're the highest one of the highest paid footballers ever. I think living in the city where you play is really cool. Yeah. As opposed to being like, yeah, I keep an apartment, but I actually live in LA. And then you just don't have that give back to the community that you're a big part of, a huge part of. Right. The face you know, of, frankly. I'm looking at the overhead on this, and he has – this is a play palace. Like, obviously, obviously, it's got the pool. He's got the – he has that basketball court. He has half of a football field. He also has a putting green with a sand trap, and it's a little pitch and putt. This is – it's actually kind of crazy. And he's got – some kind of muddy-looking lake. So I guess they can fish in that. I'm not sure what they do yeah. with that. But they've got... They really do have it all. And that house is ginormous. So congrats to them. Make it work in Kansas City. All right. I'm out of time, Vinny. What's coming up? <laughs> oh, and by the way, we're, we're putting... Uh, actually, let's put both those stories up. The island story and the shots of Patrick right. house. Let's do that. Seeing someone cough sends your body into action after these. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What? Wake up! Thank you. With Sarah and Vinny. Ding, 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 ding. Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. Follow the Alice973 Instagram page and see all the stuff going on at the station. And get Sarah and Vinny's clips of the day. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by the Odyssey app, the ultimate audio destination for music, news, sports, and podcasts. With the Odyssey app, you can stream your favorite radio stations, discover new music, and listen to your favorite shows and podcasts on demand. Hello. And the the best part (laughs) is you can get your Sarah and Vinny fix on the go. Download the free Odyssey app today. We got a lot of texts from people who listen through the Odyssey app and we're telling us, I guess there's an email that goes out if you're an Odyssey app listener mm-hmm. and it tells you your year in review. And it was neat to see how many people were saying, oh, I, I got this many minutes. I got that many. A lot of people wrote in. Anyway, I'll do some of those later, but All right. very cool. Really cool to see kind of like, oh, man, I like that. It gives you a percentage, you know, like top 1% Sarah and Vinny listener. That's rad. We appreciate that. Very, so much. Like, we can't say enough about how much we love you. Thank you. A study found uh, driving an expensive car really does make, make people think you're important and more attractive. And it makes the driver feel like they're more attractive, too. Well, they are more attractive, obviously. Amazing. How do they do it? This study looked at how we... And I I believe this to some extent, especially with young people. You look at someone who's driving a Ferrari and go, what, how, where, when? Right. Whoa. How'd you get that car, man? Uh, I don't know. I worked my ass off. Or my dad gave it to me. Right. One of of those, (laughs) you decide. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Now, I don't know that it's the smartest move to spend half your income on a leased Mercedes, but it does, in fact, according to this story, have a benefit. People perceive someone in a really nice, expensive car. It, it, they see that person as successful. They see that person as higher up in the social hierarchy. They're probably an important person with an important job or at least a lot of money. Right. And that also makes you seem more attractive to potential mates for obvious reasons. Again, money. So pretending to be rich will get you laid is what you're saying. I think that truth will eventually come find you, but maybe you're getting what you want. Yeah. And it feels worth it to you. Well, in a way, it's like, you ever hear the thing, dress for the job you want, not for the job you have? Yep. Like, appearances do matter. As much as we might want to say, well, I wouldn't judge a book by its cover or this or that or the other thing. And but, but we do. We all do it. And we make assumptions about people based on what they're wearing, what they look like, what they're driving, where we've met them whatever it is that you're we're constantly making assumptions about other people Uh, i think we all do it and i think that there are some who might lock in that initial sort of feeling but i have the tendency to believe that those are in motion you might Mm -hmm. meet someone who you think is 
cool and successful and then hear them talking. Man, that guy's a jerk. I don't care what he does. Right. Or how he got that car. That guy's a jerk. Or vice versa. You might meet someone and assume that they're, you know, some snotty, you know, upper crest or pinky waving fool. Uh (laughs) And it turns out they've worked their ass off and got their, you know, that's... That's their reward to themselves because they always wanted that or whatever, but that they worked really hard. They right. coded for 16 hours a day for 10 years before they were able to make enough to do what they're doing. Right. And as your son has pointed out, coding is super boring and so no one boring. wants to do it. Boring. I'm with him. I mean, I'd like to... Th- there's some job security there that is a very good thing, but yeah, I'm with him. Right. Well, his whole thing is, I don't want to code for someone else. I don't want to do somebody else's stuff. I want to do my own stuff. I'm like, well, then just do it. It's like, I'm busy doing that right now. Oh, good. Well, we'll see. (laughs) What's the saying? Ye of little faith. Come on, Sarah. I look, I please. Is my support of them not faith in its own way? Right. I believe in you, child. You're carrying the whole team. Way to go. Yay. The study found driving a pricey car also makes you think you're more attractive and socially superior. That's where it, the problem comes in. Well, that's because that's how you're getting treated. You that's start believing your own hype and then, mm-hmm. what? You? Come on. Seriously, take a real critical look in the mirror. Well, sometimes those are the people who reveal themselves to be jerks. Like you were saying, you know, you might think, oh, look at this person. They seem to have it all together and they have a really nice car. And then they get out and treat the guy who takes their, you know, treat the valet like a piece of poop. Like, I think that says as much about someone as the fact that they pulled in in a flashy car. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. Well... Wow, I like it. Hmm. I didn't know that was the start of that song. It's very the acapella beginning. Oh, it's a mashup. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was gonna say that. Uh, it, yeah, but then yeah, it was yeah. Taylor Swift. So mm-hmm. I didn't. Hmm. Look what you made me do: buy a new nice car. <laughs> it's that time of year. You know when you see someone blowing your their nose, or they sneeze, or they cough, and oh boy, it, yes, it happens in. All the places, really. This this one they're talking about. Uh, if you see a coworker cough, it, it triggers your body to prep for illness. But it's it's at the grocery store too. It's everywhere. And just yesterday, I did had to do a big shop stop, and yeah. I saw way more masks than I've seen. And I'm even starting to go, okay, maybe it's time. Yeah. Like I really don't want to be sick. I know that every you know that there are people who are just a mask. What are you? What am I? I'm trying not to be sick. That's what I am. Did Did you just say, though, that we hear someone coughing and it causes a reaction in us to prepare ourselves for sickness? Uh, seeing a coworker cough can trigger your body to prep, to prep for illness. Oh and I God. definitely think if you're around someone who's been coughing, you, you absolutely you start the change. You start going, I got to get more vitamin C. And oh, what's that? I feel, yeah. Gonna, you're you're uh, waiting uh, for the tickle. Yep, it's the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that. I mean, I know there are others wow. who don't, but I I feel like 
these days, I see fewer sick people because I think people are paranoid to go out when they're and I'm not saying I don't see any because I, what was the story you were telling just the other day about someone who was just coughing their head off and John was at the gym and he this guy's coughing like toward him and he's like, what am I even doing here? Why am I here? <laughs> I'm here for my health, Ran and I'm going to leave sick. And I'm going to leave Great. with a cold. What is going on? Just seeing someone who's sick can trigger a protective response in a healthy person's body. It could be the body's way of prepping to fight off potential threats. So our immune system gets activated and gets to work just upon hearing or seeing signs of sickness. Incredible. Like That's incredible. Researchers hope that they can learn more about these protective responses and find out if they they can help in guarding us against infections. That's it's really it is really interesting, like that your body without you consciously deciding starts to starts to prepare itself. How funny. Like, well, that's it. I definitely catching that. If I see somebody sneeze nearby, I kind of like hold my breath and walk. Dude, it's all the stuff. I am all about all that story because not only do I do what Bryn just said, I hold my breath. I take more vitamin C. I find myself going, what's that? I think I got a tickle. Oh, no. And then if you wake up without it, you're like, I lived. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I lived. You ever wake up with a sore throat and you're like, please let this be because I have a dry throat because i was a mouth breather right exactly please let this not be anything more than just that morning sore throat scratchy throat (laughs) i don't know if anyone in broadcasting does their whole show standing i think that i used to when i was a d a more traditional dj i'm getting to a story here yeah uh, when I was a more traditional DJ, I would stand for my break and I'd move around quite a bit. And sometimes I had, you know, a reel to reel going and I was playing something that I, and so I was very, I would almost call it athletic about a broadcast. I'm very well, different than what we do now. And in a music based show, I remember standing, I would just be rocking out. I'd be dancing. I'd be, you know, moving around and you'd be on the phone and you'd, and, and you're right, there'd be a reel to reel player and it was over here. You sort of had to go over there and you said, And it you're all pulling up commercials and, and you're putting commercials yeah. back and you're, you're pulling up CDs. and down, up and down. So sometimes you just stay up. But it but by design, I you know, would most likely be sitting during songs and it, it was just a matter of the energy of the moment. But right. in, in an office place and this has been a new trend. You find you see that people are like trying to stop the sit, the sitting for eight hours thing. So like our one of our bosses, Kieran, stands. She moves yeah. her desk way up, and I know that Rebecca, our old promotions lady, used to do that too. She'd stand, and you're fighting that thing where you're just sitting on your ass. The longer you oh. sit, the harder it is to get up too. Right. So this is another one of those types of trends. They say, ditch your office chair and just sit on the floor. I am a floor sitter. I will do that. I am not a floor. When I was younger, I could sit on the floor. Now I'm like, my knees start hurting. My butt hurts. I can't get comfortable. I'm like sitting cross-legged. One of my legs falls asleep. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And sort of having to hunch over, like, do I have my laptop on my lap in this scenario? Is it out in front of me? Am I having to reach for it? I'm not doing that one. 
But you are a floor sitter. I see you yeah. sitting on the floor a lot. I sit on the floor less now so than than in years past, but I don't mind pulling up a little floor. A writer for Slate.com just did a big column on how we should all, not the standing desk, not the seated desk, but we should just be sitting on the floor instead. She says it's done wonders for her body. Oh. She's probably young, though. She's a young yeah. person, I would bet. She's not the first to suggest it. She lifted it from a book called Built the Move that argues our bodies aren't really meant to be s- sitting in chairs all day. It's okay sometimes, but not all day, every day. And that is what people are, you know, fighting against. Yes. And even your Apple Watch will tell you time to stand. Yep. Stand up. I you mean, you can stood turn up that in off, an hour. But it will tell you to get up and walk around to keep you from that sedentary becoming one with the chair situation. She says sitting on the floor isn't as comfortable, but that's the point. It makes you shift positions a lot more, which can help ah. your joints lower inflammation, and even up your metabolism. That is actually really interesting because it's true. I constantly have to change position when I'm sitting on the floor. And that's That so... is really interesting. She says standing desks are good too, and floor sitting is like the sequel to that advice. Ten years ago, experts were saying everyone needs a standing desk. Now it's everyone should work on the floor. Uh, whatever works for you is fine but i thought that was interesting i've definitely been a floor sitter and it isn't as comfortable but it's it's easy it's that i i'm gonna have to give this some thought now not that i can sit on the floor to do our broadcast i don't know i don't think our mics go that low but it but just in general like it's true when you're seated when you're seated in a comfortable position. Like a lot of times, a couple hours will go by and I'm sitting in this chair unless I have to whiz, and then I'll get up. Whiz? Yes, I'm just to use your word. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> whiz. <laughs> uh, here's a couple of those texts for you that you guys have sent in eight hundred four hundred three six nine seven yesterday. Uh, Sarah asked the people who are getting these Odyssey emails to write in and tell us what you got. Yeah, screen cap that and send it in or post it up on your Instagram and tag us. I got the Odyssey email too, says 510. I have 25,801 minutes listening to you guys on the app. I'm in the top 5% for Sarah and Vinny. Thank you so much. Amazing. 28,210 minutes. Top 5% fan here. KT in Healdsburg. Hey, KT. I had, says 510, 37,815 minutes. 1% super fan. Oh, you're a super fan. Carrie in Richmond. I love it. Thanks, Sarah and Vinny. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Or whatever you celebrate. Uh, There's, there's. They're endless, and that's great. And I want to, before I say another word, thank you. Thanks. So much. Huge thank yous from our family to your family. Oh, that's a good point for you to tease right there. Oh, Teasing. we are not the only Survivor fans. Blah, blah, blah. Get up. Wake up. With Sarah and Vinny. Legit, yeah. yeah. Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier. And timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.